Hello everyone, this podcast is brought to you by Team B of University of Phoenix Theories of Personality course. In this segment, we will be discussing Bandura's social cognitive theory. Our mission is to do the following. Describe the main tenets of Bandura's social cognitive theory and how it affects behavior. Number two, provide an example of a situation that demonstrates the relationship between the Bandura's social cognitive theory and behavior. Number three, Explain the example situation according to a different learning or cognitive theory and explain how this differs from the assigned theory. Last but not least, number four, outline the strengths and limitations of Pandora's social cognitive theory. We will begin with Lee's description of the main tenets of Pandora's social cognitive theory and how it affects behavior. Albert Bandura's social cognitive theory has a very socially interactive orientation and over the years, much research has been inspired by it. Bandura's theory has several main principles and observational learning is without exception a strong influence. This first segment will be reflecting on each of the main tenets and how they affect behavior. Bandura considered that much of what people learn, they learn by observing others. Observational learning was accomplished through a system of modeling and attention is needed for the modeling of the characteristics being observed. Attraction to status is one of the usual enticements and behavior can be affected when value is attached to what is being observed. Bandura supported that people had the where with all to regulate their lives and that a personality is determined by interactive experiences. Triadic reciprocal causation is the product of a sequence of environmental, behavioral, and personal influences. Personality can be molded from cognitive interpretations resulting from anticipatory, judgmental, or provisional experiences. An acquired behavior is developed upon the combined perception of how the person's responded, the environmental regulation, and the cognitive experience of the person. Bandura believed that chance encounters and fortuitous events also molded behavior. Bandura believed in the element of human agency, which is about a person having the choices and the willpower to carry them out. Having self-efficacy is a vital part of successful human agency and refers to a person's confidence and belief in their ability to accomplish their goal. Previous success raises self-efficacy whereas lack of success can be followed by feelings of depression. Self-efficacy building has been used to modify many behaviors like academic performance, work production, coping skills, depression, and unhealthy nutritional behaviors. Pandora suggested that people could shape their lives through self-regulation. Experiencing external influences like encouragement from others can help us regulate our self-efficacy. We can self-regulate when we attend to the following standards we value and internalize our performances. When we respond pleasurably to our accomplishments, we have succeeded reinforcing our positive self-regulation. Selective activation is a mechanism of self-regulation. However, it only operates if it is activated. Another mechanism is disengagement of internal control, which justifies or distorts the morality of the action so a person can separate themselves from the consequence of the behavior. They can also escape their guilty feelings by dehumanizing or attributing blame to their victims. And we have seen in war histories how bad this works out to be. Jaina has been tasked with providing us with an example of a situation that demonstrates the relationship between the Bandura social cognitive theory and behavior. In her research, states the following. Clore set out her dissertation to explore children with learning disabilities and their social skills, as well as looking at the relationship between these and Bandura theory. 
This study specifically focuses on children who have been diagnosed with ADHD or ADD. According to Bandura, our learning forms from the example that we see and experience through observing models in a social setting. Children with learning disabilities such as ADD or ADHD have been identified by professionals in healthcare as not having the ability to interpret their surroundings correctly. One particular behavior is they tend to address a person face-to-face somewhat going into your personal space. The reason for this is because they do not understand what personal space means. Therefore, they are not aware of the fact that at times, being in someone's personal space could be considered inappropriate, depending upon the type of behavior they are carrying out. So they are unable to interpret the reaction of their peers when they are invading their peers' personal space. Research has proved that children with learning disabilities have difficulty in forming a positive self-concept, being that these children are using their social experiences as an example of how they should behave and see themselves. A large portion of their self-concept will be based on how their caretakers and teachers respond to them. For this reason, when the children are seeing a response of frustration, they will in turn feel frustrated with themselves and start to create a negative self-concept. In addition, Floor discusses the negative impact that pity has on these children as well. Being that children who have ADD or ADHD have been known to have difficulties with taking in their surroundings and interpreting their meanings accurately, there are many times that they have been known to take the lives from their caretakers and teachers to heart. Maria will now explain Jaina's example situation to a different learning or cognitive theory and explain how this differs from Bandura's cognitive theory. Let's suppose we were using George Kelly's approach. Kelly's approach is a fundamental principle underlying the idea of personal construct psychology, PCP for short. Constructs are always bipolar. They are what people utilize in order to investigate their personal experiences. While some people will be welcoming and friendly, others will be unwelcoming. Personal construct psychology originated in the early 20th century with the interest in examining people's way of thinking about the world. This approach is not about placing people in a certain category, extrovert, introvert. Instead, it measures a person's certain quantity of ability, which is something that some children with ADHD may or may not be able to carry out fully depending on their limited abilities due to their condition. Kelly's personal construct approach offers surveys and prep tests which are designed to discover ways in which people construe important people in their lives. Although they may be relatable age-approved topics, children with ADHD or ADD may or may not be able to independently decide what each category means to them. This is because their mind processes and perceives things differently. This is the reason why not everyone is going to think about a particular topic item or opinion in the same way as the next person would. The range of our decisions require thinking processes in order to work out solutions or even make sense of what exactly is going on or the direction of the outcome depending on actions that one is taking. So in some ways we will notice that not everyone is able or capable of carrying out the thought processes that are involved in making decisions or coming to a conclusion. So while Bandura's theory is formed from what we see and experience through observing models in a social setting, Kelly's personal construct of psychology focuses on the idea of constructive alternatives that focuses on the notion that our present interpretations are subject to change. Through personal construct processes, we are more able to know 
what people utilize in order to investigate their personal experiences. With Kelly's theory, our basic postulates determine that all of our psychological processes are directed by the ways in which we anticipate events based on 11 corollaries, 11 corollaries which derive from and elaborate the fundamental postulate. The 11 corollaries go as follows. Construction corollary assumes that people anticipate future events according to their interpretations of recurrent themes. Individuality corollary states that people have different experiences and therefore construe events in different ways. Organization corollary holds that people organize their personal constructs in a hierarchical system with some constructs and support superordinate positions and others subordinate to them. This organization allows people to minimize incompatible constructs. Dichotomy corollary presumes that all personal constructs are dichotomous, that is, people construe events in an either-or manner. Choice corollary states that people choose the alternative and dichotomized construct that they see as extending their range of future choices. Range corollary assumes that constructs are limited to a particular range of convenience, that is, they are not relevant to all situations. Experience corollary holds that people continuously revise their personal constructs as a result of experience. Modulation corollary maintains that some new experiences do not lead to a revision of personal constructs because they are too concrete or impermeable. Fragmentation corollary recognizes that people's behavior is sometimes inconsistent because their construct system can rarely admit incompatible elements. Commonality corollary states that to the extent that we have had experiences similar to other people's experiences, our personal constructs tend to be similar to the construction system of those people. Sociality corollary states that people are able to communicate with other people because they can construe other people's constructions. Given the 11 corollaries, it is safe to say that not only do people observe each other's behaviors, but are able to interpret what another person's behavior means to them. This goes hand in hand with Kelly's fixed role therapy in which clients continuously act out predetermined roles until their peripheral and core roles change significantly enough that other people begin to react differently to them. We will finally go over Marquita's outline of the strengths and limitations of Bandura's social cognitive theory. Albert Bandura's social learning theory has had important implications in education and great discoveries. His theory emphasizes how cognitive, behavioral, personal, and environmental factors interact to determine motivation and behavior. The strengths of Bandura's social cognitive theories of personality emphasize cognitive processes such as thinking and judging. It easily handles inconsistencies in behavior, and it gives an accurate picture explaining how behavior is learned. His theory offers a way to integrate social and cognitive theories and allows and accounts for cognitive processes, explains a large number of behaviors that are accurate and easy to understand. Some main criticisms and limitations of social cognitive theories are that it is not a unified theory. It is limiting to describe behavior solely in terms of nature or nurture and attempts to underestimate the complexity of human behavior. One limitation, social cognitive theory, tends to ignore maturation and developmental stages over a lifetime. It does not explain how motivation or personality changes over time. Another limitation of social cognitive theory is that it is not a unified theory. It does not explain behavioral differences and does not take into account that what one person views as punishment, another person may view as a reward. Such examples can be explained in a case when 
when there is no apparent role model in the person's life to imitate for a given behavior. Some say it is too heavy of an emphasis on what happens instead of what the observer does with what happens. Others say that it does not take into account physical and mental changes or explains all behavior. This is Maria from the University of Phoenix giving special thanks to Marquita, Jaina, Lee, and Dr. Bridget Seeley. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to give us a download, share, and like.